Geiger Investments presents the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger. There are many pieces to the modern retirement puzzle. This show talks about those pieces of retirement and the tools used to help the retired and soon to be retired toward their lifetime goals. Welcome. The Academy is on the air. Welcome to the Retirement Focus Academy, powered by Geiger Investments and Kevin Geiger. I'm Mark Elliott. Glad you're with us today. You want to find out more about Kevin, Lauren, and the team, you can always go to the website, geigerinvestments.com, G-E-I-G-E-R, geigerinvestments.com. You want to find out about where you are on your road to retirement. Hey, hey, Kevin, can I retire? Well, when can I retire? Do I have enough? Will my money last as long as I do? Will my loved ones be okay if something happens to me? Those are big, big questions and a team of Geiger Investments here to help. You can always call anytime you'd like uh, and say, here's my situation. What do you think? Can you help me? Because the team's here to help. They just don't know if they can until they hear your situation. There's never a cost for, to just call them and ask them some questions. 843-375-8700. We'll give you that number throughout the program. 843-375-8700. And of course, if you'd like to kind of maybe do your own due diligence, do a little education for yourself, uh, when it comes to your retirement, you can always go to the Retirement Focus Academy website, retirementfocusacademy.com. It's a great resource for anyone that's nearing or even in retirement uh, because there's a lot of different topics and workshops covering all topics related to retirement. It's a great resource, always free of charge to you. It is retirementfocusacademy.com. All right, with all that said, Kevin, let's get into it today because this is kind of interesting. And, you know, I think there's no question when we retire, our paychecks stop. So now we're on a fixed income, and it's whatever ways we've created our own income to replace those paychecks that are no longer coming in. And really, when we get into that fixed income thing called retirement, right, we, we, we need to make sure that every penny we've saved actually counts and will help us have a successful retirement. What would you say are some areas that, that many overlook that really maybe could help them even save a few extra pennies? Well, you know, th this is a great question because I really think this applies to everybody in general, right? But when you're in retirement really at the end of the day every penny counts you know you don't have that additional income coming in you don't have those raises maybe every other year where you're you know getting more income going over the years so what i always tell people it goes you got to start from scratch you've got to understand that you've got to look at all your bills you know first and foremost you got to get that budget put together you know we talk about this every week i swear <laughs> i swear we're always talking about this put a budget together get a clear understanding of where your money's going and then once you do that and you go, okay, I got my mobile bill, I've got my auto insurance, my homeowner's insurance, my cable and so on. Then you got to go down each one of those lines and say, okay, I'm going to look at my mobile bill. You know, I'm going to see, okay, I'm with, you know, XYZ company. Maybe I should start looking at all those wonderful deals that keep advertising on TV. Who knows? You might cut your bill in half. That's extra money that's going to give you in retirement to do more things. Maybe go out to an extra dinner once a week just by cutting just that bill alone. You know, and again, that auto insurance bill. I mean, I, I, I know so many people I've talked to. I go, when's the last time you shopped your auto insurance or homeowners insurance? I go, but I like the guy. So you know, I, you know, it's been good to me. And I go, that's I understand that. But at the end of the day, you've got to make sure that you're cutting your cost wherever you can. You know, same thing with your cable bill. All these cable companies. You know, once you get past that promotional period. They jack the bill up on you. We all know that. So, you know, it doesn't hurt to give them a call to say, hey, what other new promotions do you have right now to help cut that cost down? You know, and if you still have a mortgage in retirement, you know, this is the best time to be looking at refinancing your mortgage. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to people that are getting mortgage rates in the two and a half percent range. So, you know, if you're still at a four or five or seven percent or whatever the case might be, 
this would be an unbelievable time to refinance, cut that cost down across the board and all that kind of stuff. And then when it comes to shopping, you know, this is a big one. You know, one thing about Lauren is she's very good about going shopping. Yeah, it adds a little more time to her day. You know, she goes to one store to get her produce and all that kind of stuff. Her dry goods, she ends up going to the big stores because you end up getting a better deal with that stuff. And, but in the end, you really do end up saving yourself quite a bit. So yeah, that maybe that extra 30 minutes, extra a week to do shopping might end up cutting maybe an extra $50 a week for you, giving you other options to do. But then, you know, then you get into the health insurance side of things and you've really got to have an understanding. You're obviously probably going to be a Medicare at this point. You have maybe a supplement or maybe you have Medicare Advantage and you have a drug plan. When's the last time you took a look at that especially with open aroma coming around the corner in a few months from now, this would be a good time to start evaluating that kind of stuff so you can start cutting all the costs. I would say cut the fat out because the more fat you're cutting out, the more discretionary income you're going to have, meaning more money to do things, maybe take an extra trip a year just by doing a little shopping. So it's really important that you take advantage of that stuff and, and find a way to cut that fat out so you have more to do. Wow, what an opening to this show because... If, if people are like me, they're like, Kevin, I don't have time for all that. I Now, I did do, I have the Dish Network, and I had a really nice rate. The next thing I knew, it went way up, right? And I called them, and I said, hey, DirecTV offered me this thirty nine ninety nine opening, um, and I, I guess you're not going to help me any, so I guess I'll just go to DirecTV. And, of course, then they go, well, let me get my supervisor, and let's chat about it. And they said, okay, well, what if we went back to where we were? I said, okay, that'll work. Let's just do it. And so you can call these phone companies and, and cable companies and actually get some, some better deals. It's just a matter of doing it. And I think that's probably the challenge you're talking about is, is do we actually have the energy like Lauren to go shop at different stores? I can tell you I don't like shopping, so I go to one place, I get in, and I get out. So maybe pick and choose your battles where you can save some money. But what advice would you have for those that are, say, company loyal? Or they're doing what's right for themselves when it comes to shopping things like a new insurance plan and so on. I mean, we do have to look at our own situation, but we do probably need to keep an open mind. Absolutely, because you've got to understand. You got it. You know, everyone gets too loyal to certain companies, and I appreciate that. In our industry, it's great when clients are loyal to us. You know, and we are looking out for the best interest of our clients. But you know, when you're talking to your cable company, your your phone company, and all these insurance companies that you're working with for your homeowners and everything like that, you know, they're not necessarily looking out for the best interest for you. They're looking out for the best interest of themselves. So you have to understand, you've got to put yourself first. You've got to make sure that you're looking to find ways to cut your cost. You might be dramatically shocked at how much you'll save just by doing that. So what I always say, and I do this even for myself, I have to I have to slap myself on the wrist a few times saying, okay, it's a new year, it's a new me, it's time to start making you know plans to look at everything we are spending our money on on a yearly basis and make it a game. That's the best part. I actually have fun with this. I call it a game for myself. I say, what can I do to trim the fat, figure out what I can do to start cutting my cost down? And yeah, maybe it might take a few, you know, a day or two of maybe making some phone calls and doing some shopping with different plans, different phone services and things like that to find a way to cut the bill down. And then all of a sudden looking at it going, hey, look at this. I just saved myself an extra, you know, a couple thousand dollars a year just by making some phone calls and doing that stuff. Imagine if you could do that for yourself in retirement. Could somehow give free up an extra thousand dollars or more for the year just by wasting a day or two to make a few phone calls to do so. I mean, those are the things that you need to understand. But don't ever put yourself in a situation where you're just always going to be company 
loyal when it comes to these bigger companies like that because trust me at the end of the day they're not looking out to cut the cost for you you have to call them in order to get that stuff done so you know if you want to stay with them at least give them a call like you were just talking about with the cable company and say hey they're offering me a better deal are you willing to cut me a new promotion and you might be shocked i would say probably two out of three times they're always going to do something for you because they do want to keep you on board and they know that most people aren't going to waste the time to give them a call to waste you know what 10 15 minutes of your life well no just you'll be to- on hold for 30 or 40 then. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, and in some cases you'll be on hold, you know. So never call first thing in the morning. Never call at lunchtime. Somewhere in between there, I always find seems to be the sweet spot to to get in with them. But you know, even if you spend thirty to forty five minutes, but cut your bill in half, I mean that's a dramatic change. So you know, I always say don't don't procrastinate. Be proactive. Make it a game every year, and it's fun to find out how much you're going to save for the rest of the year. And I would think when people come in and sit down with you and, and Lauren and the team at Geiger Investments, I would think that that's something that you do go over a little bit because there's a lot of people that have gym memberships that don't go to the gym. I have a golf thing that I did last year because I was pandemic and I needed to watch. I wanted to watch some other stuff, and I thought, well, I'll just do that. And then I get the bill in March for this year for $100 for the annual membership. I'm like, I didn't even use that last year. I probably should cancel that. And then I'm like, well, I'm too busy. (laughs) I've already paid it. Maybe I'll do it next year when it comes up again. And that's one of those things where we can kind of sit down and look at all these different areas. I guess, you know, one of the the big ones, and you mentioned earlier about mortgage and and the the finance world. And I did do, I took your advice. I went from, I think, 4%, 3.99% down to 2.9%, which I thought was really good. And I did it. Um, And so that's a positive. But you think about people that are getting ready to retire or already retired and have their big home that's beautiful, they grew up in it, or their kids grew up in it, it's got a lot of emotional impact, you know, uh, importance to them. And now they're going, boy, I wonder if I should downsize here. But then the cost of homes today, you're like, well, if I downsize, I'm going to get half the house for the same price. How do you help people in this area? Because that is one of those areas that it is can be a money pit to a degree. Yeah, and that's that's exactly right. So when we sit down with people, you know, especially the first couple meetings, we're going through, we're saying, let's look at all your stuff. We're not only just going to manage your investments. Our job is we're trying to find a way to cut the cost where we can cut it. So all the stuff we just talked about before, those are the things we cover in the, our first couple meetings. And we do. We actually work on it as a game with them to kind of have that happen. But then we get into that little tough conversation. And that tough conversation is about your home, right? You do have some memories there. But here's the problem. In a lot of cases, your house is just way too big, right? You're an empty nester in a you know, 4,000 square foot house or 3,500 square foot house, whatever the case might be. Or something that's big that you've had for your you know, three other kids that you have that were living there. But they've moved on. They have families now. They have their kids. And I know the idea is, well, they're going to come visit and they're going to use that kind of stuff. And a lot of times it doesn't end up being the case, right? So I always tell people, I go, you got to understand something. You you have a big asset here. It's your house. Maybe it is paid off and that's great. And all you're paying is taxes, but you're going to have maintenance on it. What if you sold that? Made money because right now the, the the real estate market's insane right now down here where we're we're doing so well. If you wanted to sell a house right now, this would be a perfect time to, you know, bring more of that cash assets back in, which could actually improve your retirement, give you more money to do more things, and then maybe downsize to maybe a smaller house. You know, if you still like the house feel and you don't want a townhome or a condo, I get that. But there's smaller homes you can buy that might actually be good for you, and you still have maybe an extra couple of bedrooms in case you know the the grandchildren come to visit and you want them to stay there and you'd still accomplish a whole lot but imagine if you can put an extra four four hundred thousand or five hundred thousand 
thousand back in your investment account from the money you made on there besides buying the new property and actually be able to have more things to do, more money to spoil those grandchildren, more things that are available to you. And it's not all tied into this big house and this big piece of real estate. So that's a tough conversation that we have with people. And we, we do go through that. We say it's something you need to start thinking about. And if they decide to do nothing, we usually cover it again in the next year's meeting going, let's talk about this a little more. You know, this is this is how much we could improve your retirement. And I always like to point numbers out and show them how it would work for them. And in a lot of cases, I'd say about half the time they end up giving in and realizing that. And I will tell you that majority of them are happy they made the downsize. They now have... A, a more comfortable retirement, they have the space they still need, and they have more money in their investment accounts, giving them that ability to do as much as they want in retirement. Those are the things you need to be thinking about, especially when it comes to thinking about downsizing. So at the end of the day, every penny counts. How do you make sure that your money lasts as long as you do? Are there things you should be doing now to maybe look at all those individual bills? Can you cut some costs in areas? And you'd be happy to know this, Kevin, my buddy, my college football teammate, uh, lives at the Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri. He had a home in Mississippi in Gulfport because his oldest daughter and their first grandchildren were there. So they bought a house down there. And he goes, you know, we went down there like four times a year and we're paying, you know, it was a 300 plus thousand dollar house. He's like, this is ridiculous. Why don't we just go down and do a VRBO or something instead of homing? And they sold their house this year, put them in another 400,000 back in their retirement account. So there are certainly things you can do. And if you have questions about all of this or any of this, Call Kevin and Lauren and the team at Geiger Investments. They're here to help. 843-375-8700. No cost to chat with them. 843-375-8700. There's probably a lot of these things that we all could do if we just take the time to do it. 843-375-8700. All right, we're talking about every penny counts today on the program. We've got another segment to go. Stay with us. We're back in one minute. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Get the retirement planning information you need by joining Kevin Geiger of Geiger Investments for the Retirement Focus Academy. What's the best way for you to take Social Security? When can you sign up for Medicare and what does it actually cover? What and is there a way to lower your tax bill? These and much more will be discussed. To enroll in an upcoming virtual Retirement Focus Academy course, visit retirementfocusacademy.com or call 843-790-9293. Plan today so you can do the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Sign up for the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger of Geiger Investments at retirementfocusacademy.com or call 843-790-9293. Advisory services offered through Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, and Geiger Investments are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government. You're listening to the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger, powered by Geiger Investments, 843-375-8700. Glad you're with us today for the Retirement Focus Academy, powered by Geiger Investments and Kevin Geiger. You can always go to the website to find out more, geigerinvestments.com, G-E-I-G-E-R geigerinvestments.com. You have questions, you have concerns. How do I do this? How do I do that? Do I have enough? Will my money last? 843-375-8700. No cost to chat with the team. They're here to help. Just don't know if they can help you until you give them a call. 843-375-8700. And I would always encourage you, if you want to learn about different areas of retirement and financial planning, 
You can always go to their their free non-for-profit website, retirementfocusacademy.com. It is a great resource for anyone nearing or in retirement, retirementfocusacademy.com. It's a great resource, and it's always free of charge to you, retirementfocusacademy.com. We're talking today about every penny counts. How do we maximize, and how do we maybe cut corners here and there to save us a little bit of money when we're really worried about we're now on a fixed income in retirement? How do we save money on the cable bill, the phone bill? You know, you name it. There's a lot of different things that we we kind of throw money away. We have the gym membership. Well, I haven't gone there in five years, but I might start going, so I need to keep it, right? So there's those kind of things. And you were talking about the importance of evaluating your bills, Kevin, and, and even considering, you know, downsizing your home in, in retirement to help me maybe cut the cost. So are there other ways to help stretch that retirement savings? Yeah, there is. You know, and, and now we have obviously talked about your bills. We figured out there's ways of cutting the fat, right? And that's one way of stretching that penny in retirement. But the other way is making sure that you're investing properly with the rest of your retirement savings. And that doesn't mean sticking all your money into the stock market and risking it all in order to make more money on it. There's alternative investment strategies that are out there that'll still allow you to take you know, some opportunity to get more growth in the market without taking so much risk. You know, and if you're putting a lot of money in CDs, those aren't always the best place either. There's also other investment options that are out there that can still offer you what I call principal protection. I mean, you're not going to lose your principal per se, uh, but you're going to have a lot more upside when things are going well in the market and things like that. So you can still accomplish what you're trying to do in a CD. And so I always tell people right now, CDs are just, the rates are awful, right? And so if you're putting money in CDs, you're only losing money every year. So if a CD is giving you 1% a year interest, and let's just say the average inflation is 3%, every year your money's actually worth 2% less. Even though you made 1%, you're technically worth 2% less. No, there's one more little detail to that, right? The worst thing, I would say it's a salt in the wound, right, is the fact that you're still going to get a 1099 every year on that little piddly 1% interest you get. So it's like at the end of the day, you maybe made like, you know, 0.8% because you had to pay taxes on that stuff. So, you know, when it comes to investment stuff, you got to be open-minded to realize there's alternatives. We keep talking about there's alternative investment strategies that are out there. Every year, there's new stuff that keeps getting added. There's new ways of giving yourself the ability to have growth without taking that risk, right? And then secondly, you've got to make sure that you have a sustainable income source. So I would say you got to make sure you have a pass, right? And so if you have a pension, great. You know, that's a big piece of your puzzle for your income. You know, on top of that, you've got Social Security, right? And so if you get Social Security, that's your other part of your, your income. But we all know that Social Security, in most cases, is not going to be enough income for yourself. So in a lot of cases, you have to add in something, some type of annuity that'll provide you know this income source for yourself that'll be like a pension account that'll provide income for you and your spouse for your lifetime. And that'll help make sure that you have a sustainable income source. And then the last piece of the puzzle gets into your health, right? And this is an area that is always neglected. And it's a tough conversation I always have to have with people. And they always seem to try to put it to the wayside. And I can tell you this, for the last couple decades of doing this, you've got to make sure that you're figuring out some type of long-term care solution. You have to have something in place because I just know this from experience from too many people that put this in the back burner. One of the spouses ended up going into a long-term care facility, which again, is not covered by Medicare. Big thing that people understand. Medicare does not cover long-term care. So what ends up happening is they end up exhausting their assets for the one spouse. That spouse maybe one day passes away four, five, seven years from now. And now that other spouse that is still alive has nothing to their name because they exhausted all their assets because all they had to do was come up with a long-term care type of insurance plan to kind of 
create a band-aid to help cover that cost as much as possible so you're not exhausting your retirement savings. And there's ways of doing that. In today's world, you don't have to put a huge chunk of change into a long-term care insurance policy. There's ways of paying into it. There's ways of using a life insurance that has a long-term care feature in it. There's so many options out there now that at least give you the ability to have some type of band-aid so you don't have to worry about exhausting your assets. That's a big piece of the puzzle. So and alternative investment strategies, sustainable income sources, and of course, long-term care are probably the three big ones I think that everyone needs to look into to help stretch that dollar as much as possible in retirement. Yeah, and you think about the old long-term care policies, it was use it or lose it, basically. And, and hopefully you don't ever need it. That's why the new ones are not set up that way. If you, if you have some kind of coverage and then you never need it, it goes to the beneficiaries. I mean, there's ways that Kevin and the team can set all of this up for you. And I can tell you, it's better to start thinking about those types of issues not when you're 85, but maybe when you're 55 or 65, when you are in better health and you have better options available. 843-375-8700 if you'd like to learn more. 843-375-8700. Let's go back to the home. And you were talking about the the possibility of maybe refinancing to take advantage of the lower, lower interest rates because at some point those are going to stop and start working the other way, certainly. But let's say that I have 200000 left on my mortgage. And let's say that I have 400000 or five. Let's say I have 500000 in my 401k at work. I think I've done a really nice job. And you're going, well, it'd really be good if you just go ahead and pay off that house. And I go, okay, I've got 500,000 in my 401k. I'll just pull 200,000 out of that and pay my house off. And now I don't owe anything on my house. Good idea? Now, and that's the thing. And I always tell people, there's there's two courses of action with this whole thing. People always look at it, right? They go, it'd be nice to just roll into retirement and take $200,000 from my 401k and pay off my house. And that's great. I start a retirement. I've got $300,000 left in my investment account. And that's fine because I have no mortgage and that's all wonderful. Well, here's the catch to that whole thing. There's two things. First and foremost, you take that 200000 from your 401k or any type of retirement account, whether you have a bunch of IRAs or whatever the case would be, you now have $200,000 of ordinary income taxes you have to pay on that. So you add that $200,000 on any other income you have, like Social Security, or maybe you still, maybe you retired halfway through the year. So you have that half of the income you have to factor into this thing, and you might end up losing 40% or more in taxes. So guess what? You took $200,000 out. Now at the end of the year, you get a tax bill and you owe $80,000 in that $200,000. So now what do you have? Two hundred and twenty dollars left over in your 401k. That's not a good way to start your your retirement by any means. You know, so what I always tell people, I go, is a different way of approaching this whole thing is going to say, hey, let's take that half a million dollars. We need to create some type of income for yourself for some, you know, in a such scenario. So we put some of that money into some some income-driven type of uh, uh, solutions that are out there. Then we take the rest of it and we grow it in the market. And then if we have an additional income coming in from that income source, use that to start paying down the mortgage. And then maybe... Let's just say we split it half and half. So 250 went into some type of income. The other 250 went into an investment account that we set up. And maybe every year, and I do this with people all the time, I go, every year, at the end of the year, let's just say your 250 is worth you know, 300,000 now. So we made $50,000 on it. Imagine if we were just to take a portion of that every year and start paying down the mortgage that way. That way, you never touched your 250 principal. Your other 250 is working to provide the income for you in retirement. And now you've never touched your principal and you're still paying down your house. Maybe it takes five years to do that. That's okay because guess what? You didn't lose all that money and you didn't lose all that money in taxes because you took that big chunk of change out. So I always like to say, let's, let's put this in perspective, right? 
you have five hundred thousand dollars, and let's just say, on average, you doubled your money every ten years. So every, obviously, every five years, let's just say we made fifty percent on it. So five hundred thousand be worth seven fifty in five years, or in ten years, it'd be worth a million, right? In fifteen years, it'd be one point five. If you only had three hundred thousand dollars left, which I didn't factor in those taxes I told you about, instead of being at seven fifty after five years, you're only at four fifty. Let's go all the way to the fifteen year mark. At 15 years, instead of having $1.5 million if you never touched it, you'd only have $900,000. That's $600,000 of money you just threw away. Now imagine, that's 600000 a portion of that would have paid off that $200,000 mortgage, and you'd still have over $400,000 left over. I know we're throwing a lot of numbers out there, but I think it's important. And you said, I mean, because there's so many different moving parts in, in everybody's retirement, and everybody's situation is different. Everybody has different hopes and dreams and bucket list items and how they're going to spend their time and their traveling or not traveling, whatever whatever we want to do in retirement. you got to have a plan for that. So are these the types of things you talk to your clients about when they come in and sit down with you and your team at Geiger Investments? It is, because these are important conversations. And I would say every week I seem to even have a current client going, well, my friends told me that I should just, I'm silly that I still have this $200,000 mortgage and I should just take, you know, 200 from my $500,000 I have in my, you know, IRA account. And I go, okay, clearly, you know, <laughs> they, they must be on, we finan- never get bad advice from our friends or relatives or coworkers, right? Cause- right? Right, because the friends give you know uh, doctor advice too, because they're you know they they know how to do things and they know financial stuff so well, you know, because they've been professionals in the industry for twenty plus years, so they know everything. But the reality is, is you know, I, that's why I like to break it out. I sit down with every client. I go and they say, I want to pay my mortgage off. I go, let me show you a better way. And then I break it down, and then I I don't even factor in the taxes yet. And I go, well, look at this. Now you lost this opportunity and growth. Oh, by the way, forgot to tell you, you still owe eighty thousand dollars in taxes. So if we have to take more money from your four hundred and one k, you got to pay tax on that eighty thousand, and then the taxes you took out to pay for the eighty thousand, you still have to pay tax on that, and eventually it just ends up drying out your account to zero, almost because you just wiped it all out because Uncle Sam got it all. There is a better solution and a better way, and that's why you get to stretch your money even further out and give yourself more money in retirement just by accomplishing you know, the same goal, but stretching this out over a little longer time frame uh, to do so. And I think that's the best course of action in most cases. And why do I say in most cases? There isn't some situations where people are just not very good with their money. And the, the spouse will say, listen, we're just terrible with our money. I know we're going to blow through this. I'd feel more comfortable paying the mortgage off now because I just know what's going to end up happening in five years. That 500000 won't even be there. And in that case, maybe it makes sense to do so. But I would say 90% of the time, People are, are typically pretty good with their retirement savings because they've, they want to stretch this out. They don't want to run out of money in retirement. These are the type of people that would benefit best by utilizing a program that we would put together to accomplish that. So when you think about it, I mean, should you be getting your advice from your friends and neighbors and relatives and coworkers about your retirement? Or should you actually sit down and talk with the team like Geiger Investments that actually has worked in this retirement world and Kevin's been doing it for over 20 years? It seems to me you should go to the people that actually understand retirement and help people every single day come up with plans and strategies for their retirement. Should you pay off your home? Maybe. Maybe not. Should you do it this way? Maybe or maybe not, right? There's options. Kevin understands all of this because every, everybody that comes in and sits down with him and Lauren and the team at Geiger Investments have a different situation. So it's not a one-way cookie-cutter approach at Geiger Investments. It's about you. How do we help you maybe ease some stress, take some pressure off, Those are the type of things that Geiger Investments can do for you. And it all starts with a phone call. How simple is that? 
843-375-8700. Again, no cost, no obligation, no pressure for this. 843-375-8700. And you can always go to retirementfocusacademy.com to learn about different topics and different areas of retirement. Retirementfocusacademy.com. But if you want to really get serious about your situation, call Kevin and the team. 843-375-8700. Kevin, boy, time goes fast. Enjoyed all the information. That was kind of fun. I'm going to have to go back and look at my bills to see if I can save some money in some places. So enjoy the rest of the weekend. Have a great week. We'll do it again next week. Sounds good, Mark, and take care, y'all. This has been the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger. Advisory services offered through Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, and Geiger Investments are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Blackridge Asset Management LLC is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Blackridge Asset Management LLC. A Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences, Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. This radio show is a paid placement.